Hello everyone, this is Aman Podcast, a place where you can hear exciting alternative stories from Kosovo and Serbia. We are a group of young journalists from both countries and each of us will be sharing with you a new story, research or news every second Wednesday at 6pm, so mark that date and stay tuned. Hello, hello everyone, this is Podcast Aman. And together with Sanya, we'll talk today about travel issues in Kosovo and Serbia. Hello, everybody. My name is Sanya. And as Elian just said, we are going to talk about traveling issues. So summer is here, one really hot summer, but we didn't have the last one. So it's great because now we have right for double summer fun. Summer is a synonym for vacation and traveling. And as we all know, Kosovo-Serbia administration thing is complicated. Serbia is on its way to European Union and Kosovo is not recognized as country by many states so it's much difficult for people from there to travel. Elion, you're from Kosovo, can you tell me where can you travel? In fact, Sanya, there are so many countries we cannot travel without visas and we can also not attend Schengen area because of the regime of visas. But there are only some countries we can travel without visas, as Albania, Turkey, Macedonia, Montenegro, Serbia, and also the Maldives Islands. But there are so many countries that we cannot travel without visas. And this has been a huge issue for the citizens of Kosovo because it's pretty hard, even now, considering the fact that uh, it's... It, it was a pandemic situation and it's pretty hard for us to travel at this moment. We need visa to go almost everywhere and most of the people do not know that we need visa to travel in most of the countries. And uh, it has been a huge problem especially for the youth which aims to attend youth exchanges, seminars, training like me. But we're not able to attend them most of the time because of the visa issues and the prolonged um, appointments that take so much time. And most of the time we have to cancel our participation just because of this issue. It sounds very hard and complicated. From my specific uh, experiences, I've been applying for so many visas since I have traveled a lot for so many youth exchanges and training. But there are some of the seminars that I couldn't attend just because of the visa issues. And one that I want to mention here is in Halle, Germany, where it was a training about media literacy and... I got informed that I was accepted to the seminar in the uh, 1st of October, but uh, I had to travel and to go there on 17th of October. But the first appointment at the Germany embassy in Kosovo was on 24th of November. And imagine uh, that was so far away from my date that I was supposed to travel to Halle, Germany. And of course, it was impossible for me to travel and to go there. And just imagine, it was only the appointment. You can also 
uh, imagine how long it will take to issue me with a visa. And what about the Balkans? As for the Balkans, Sonia, we cannot travel only to Bosnia and Herzegovina because we need visa as well to travel there. And that has been a huge issue, especially for me when I was cooperating with Brankica from Banja Luka, my colleague from Deutsche Welle, because we had uh, to travel to each other countries, but also there are so many problems uh, while traveling from Kosovo to Bosnia and also vice versa because of the political issues and uh, because Bosnia doesn't recognize the Republic of Kosovo. And that's the reason why most of the young people who want to travel to Bosnia cannot, just because of the visa regime. And it's almost unbelievable that you cannot even travel inside the Balkans without the visa, like in this case in Bosnia and Herzegovina. You, you must be so disappointed. You can't imagine now how hard it is to get the visa here in the Republic of Kosovo just because of these issues that we have, and especially of the prolonging uh, appointments at the embassies. I cannot imagine how frustrating that can be. I would feel so isolated and imprisoned if I was in that situation that I have to plan a half a year in advance and running around seeking for papers and permissions to go somewhere. Suddenly, bringing a passport and waiting to cross double border sounds like easy thing. Of course we feel isolated, Sanya, because we cannot just travel like that to bring a backpack and to travel whenever we want and wherever we want. So it's a sad feeling to see that we cannot travel like this, but we have to plan everything before to apply for a visa. It's not even fun to travel, believe me with all these circumstances. And yeah, we do not feel like all the Europeans, even though we live in Europe, because we don't have equal chances as the citizens of the European Union. But for what countries you need a visa to travel, Sanya? Well, we don't need visa for 64 countries. That's European Union members, whole Europe to be precise except the United Kingdom, where we needed visa even before Brexit. We don't need visa for most of Asia, like Russia, China, Japan, South Korea, Kazakhstan, Mongolia, etc. We have to get electronic visa for Pakistan, Afghanistan, Nepal. But we cannot go to India, Bangladesh, Taiwan without visa. Australia and New Zealand are no-no for us without visas. We can travel to most of South America visa-free, except Bolivia, Paraguay, Venezuela and Guyana. North America is, in the other hand, much closed for us, as we need a visa for United States, Mexico and Canada too. Traveling across Africa would be problematic for us too, because we need visa for every country except Tunisia, which is a very popular vacation place. There is a few smaller places in Africa that allows us to come without visa. Elion, you talk with your friends from Kosovo about traveling. What are her plans? Diazagoyani is one of my friends who took special for this podcast and told me about the issues she's having right now to travel in the countries she wants to visit. 
So, Gyoza, can you please tell me, where do you plan to travel this year? Um, this year I was planning to go to Portugal to visit my brother who's doing a semester abroad there. And then in December I was planning to go to Nairobi in Kenya to visit my friends. But unfortunately they're both proving to be quite impossible. Why? Because um, visas are huge issues. I mean, with a Kosovo passport, visas have always been an issue. But now with the coronavirus and the lack of vaccines and whatnot, it has somehow become even more impossible. Like, it, the process is very difficult and the chances of getting a visa approved are very, very slim, especially for, like, tourist reasons. So, Gilza, can you tell me where you can travel? Um, I think it'd be a lot easier and it, it will take a lot less time if I just tell you the places where I can travel to, which are basically half of the Balkans, Turkey, and for some inexplicable reason, Hawaii. I talked with my friends too, they are from Serbia, and I asked them about their travel plans. Marco, are you planning to go anywhere uh, this summer? Well, because I was locked in a house last summer, I think it's only natural to go somewhere this summer when you can, to use the opportunity, because who knows, maybe next summer we wouldn't be able to go anywhere again. Who knows? So I am planning to go somewhere. Where do you plan to go? Well, <laughs> anywhere abroad, but I'm just joking. I would like to go somewhere to the seaside, even to Montenegro, or maybe no, but something like that, on the some seaside. I am thinking about going to Albania, I heard that it's fairly cheap, and you get good quality service, good sea, but I don't think I am up to that. Why? <laughs> I feel scared. Why do you feel scared? I don't know, that's... That's some general opinion here. People don't feel safe. People from Serbia don't feel safe in Albania. I don't know why. Uh, is it uh, easier for you uh, to plan to travel now when, when there is no roaming for, for these countries like Albania and Montenegro and Bosnia and Macedonia, North Macedonia? Well, it's not easier for me. It doesn't matter to me, but it matters to my family. I think my, my mother is very pleased by that decision because she could continue on calling me every time she wants. I am not a huge fan of that. Did you get some information about uh, what do you need to cross the border with uh, Montenegro or Albania? I think that for, Albania, for Montenegro you don't need anything. You just need your ID card or your passport, like in the good old days. And I think it's same for Albania. As Marcus said, there are some restrictions for traveling today. Uh, he got Russian vaccine. Fresh news are that European Union arranged digital COVID certificate. It is a paper that tells if someone's got if someone got vaccinated, when did or she got vaccinated, did someone survive coronavirus or got negative test. I managed to get that green card. Uh, I got vaccinated with Pfizer vaccine and uh, in that paper, which is digital, I have every information like uh, where did I get vaccinated, with what, when. In that paper there is information about uh, my positive test that I have in uh, March, but when I uh, went on the site 
trying to get my green card, you have that option that you you can uh, choose not to show that information. And my green card is on Serbian in English too. For Hungary, until recently, when you traveled from Serbia, you didn't need a green certificate to cross Kelebia or Khorgos, but you needed it to get to theater, market, cafe, shopping mall or museum. My friend, Oder Marko, have two passports. One is Serbian and one Hungarian. I asked him about his travel plans. Marko, are you planning to go abroad uh, somewhere? Yes, I am. Where? I'm planning to go to Greece. What kind of paper do you need to papers do you need to go to Greece? I need a confirmation of a negative PCR test and I need a confirmation of, that I am vaccinated. How much money you will pay for um, that papers? I don't know. I did not look into it yet, but I think it's around uh, 100 euros. You have uh, two passports. You have Serbian and Hungarian, right? Yes. And is it easier for you to travel because you have a passport from EU? Well, it doesn't really matter uh, when I'm going to Greece because I'm going through Serbia and uh, uh, the European passport is not as important when you're uh, traveling that way, only when you are traveling through the countries of the EU. And when you're traveling, uh, not for just for Greece, when you pl- plan to travel like anywhere else, is it easier uh, to plan when you have uh, two passports? Well, it is easier when I use my Hungarian passport because Hungary is part of the EU, so uh, I am uh, I have a lot easier time getting around. Marco is getting through non-European countries to get to Greece, so for him traveling is, isn't much easier than for the rest of us. Elion, how hard is for you to travel in pandemic? Even right now, uh, during the whole situation with pandemic in Kosovo and, and in the whole world, uh, for us it was even harder to travel because of double standards, uh, not only because of the visa regime, but also because of health restrictions, especially for the Republic of Kosovo. And right now I have applied to get a visa because I have to travel in Czech Republic on August, but I still don't know if I will get the visa. Even I read the news that on Sunday they will get off Kosovo from the red dark list and that we can travel to the EU countries if we apply for a visa. And I really hope that they will not prolong the visa appointment to not lose the chance to travel because it's very important for me as a scholar and also as a young professional in media and communication sphere to travel and to attend the seminars and the youth exchanges uh, where, where I'm invited and not to lose them just because of the visa regime. And I really hope that the visa liberalization will hope very shortly because the Republic of Kosovo has fulfilled all the criteria uh, that was needed for the visa liberalization. And I really hope that we will see that light uh, very shortly and we will have the chance to travel 
and to see the EU closely and to be part of the Schengen area. What is procedure to get all the documents that you need to get visa? Yes, Anya, in fact, we need so many documents and it's a long procedure and you need to take all these documents to the embassy. You have to appear in person there. You have to fully fold and sign the visa application. And also you need to do the photos for the passport. Uh, you need also one copy of the passport or travel document, like the copies of previous visas, civil status certificate that includes also birth certificate or joint household. Evidence is sufficient means of subsistence, uh, like original of bank account statement showing the transactions of the last six months or similar, or salary slips or proof of regular income or similar. As for employed persons, like employment contract and vacation confirmation, and also evidence of the payment for, of contributions to the council pension saving trust over the last six months and uh, if you are a student or a popular you need the letter of the school or the university like the student card a copy of the matriculation at the university and student index signed and stamped by the university and the current transcript of the records and also proof of solvability of parents in the case of popular so so many documents for all generations and it's it takes so much time to organize all the documents to apply and then to wait for the visa so that's a pretty hard procedure that takes so much time and i can say that we are tired of these visa appointments and documents especially for the schengen area which We've been waiting for so long for the visa liberalization just to move freely, especially in the EU, since uh, we live in Europe, but we don't have the right to travel around the EU. Oh my God, that is a lot. You need a whole library just to get to vacation. What about you, Sonia? Have you ever applied for a visa appointment? Or have you fulfilled a visa application for a country? to visit well when i turned 18 i went to get my id card and my passport in the same time it took me one day because waiting lines are large soon after i went with my school to hungary czechia and germany without any problems but i have an anecdote uh, passport related uh, when i was my uh, with my friend in italy i was there for four, three days four days and i needed to get home and uh, before entering the bus, I gave my passport to her. We forgot about it. And uh, after one hour, she called me and said, Sanya, your passport is in my bag. So uh, bus driver leave me on the gas stations in the middle of nowhere in Slovenia in the middle of night. So I have no documents no money, and I was just princess waiting to be saved. Uh, he, no, he cannot uh, get me through border from Slovenia and Croatia and Croatia-Serbia border. So I was illegal immigrant. <laughs> and uh, after a few hours, uh, she uh, f found help and she came and saved me. 
So that was the largest problem I had with traveling documents. This year I plan to go to some EU countries, but honestly I feel anxious. Rules are changing every day and uh, are different for every country. But you have some good news, right, Elion? What's very important, Sina, is that the Rome-like at home regime in the Western Balkans enters into force. From 1st of July, all roaming coasts within the region will be eliminated. This is a historic achievement of cooperation amongst the telecom ministries and independent regulators of the region, supported by the European Commission and stepping stone in the digital transformation of the region. And that's great. Elion, should we finish this episode? Thank you everyone for listening. And this was our second episode of Aman Let's Talk. Please don't hesitate to subscribe us and... Listen to our podcast every second Wednesday. Thank you. And thank you, Sanya, very much. Thank you, Alion. You were a good chat companion. Mm-hmm.